Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and welcome back to the Universal Law series. Today, we are talking about one you've heard about, the law of attraction. So I want to dive right in with you by saying I did an entire law of attraction series back in season three, and it's brilliant. And I spent a lot of episodes breaking down the different components of the law of attraction. So I would love to encourage you to go check that one out. Uh, like I said, poured my heart into that. And I really did a lot to divide it into different topics and areas as to understand the law of attraction as fully as possible. And today I want to talk about a focal point that I don't really think I highlighted in uh, the attraction series and probably in different senses, but I want to lead with this. I want to talk about how nuanced, how fine-tuned the law of attraction is. Because if you've been following this series, something that you know I've already said is these laws are in action whether you acknowledge them or not, or they're in action whether you honor them as laws or not. So I was just saying this with a friend today. We went and grabbed coffee and I was talking about the ripple effect. And the ripple effect is always rippling every moment of every single day. But just because we, and then like we may notice it when we see our actions directly impact somebody and we can see that in, in this world, uh, like a cold hard fact. But Every single day, every single decision, every single moment has its own ripple effect, whether you are paying attention to the fact that the ripple effect is in effect or not. And that's how the law of attraction, the law of supply, the law of thinking that we've already covered, and we will continue to cover these as we go on. So I just want to remind you that whether you acknowledge them or not, they are in action all the time. And so the law of attraction is very interesting because you are always attracting what you are thinking. So the law of thinking kind of compiles into the law of attraction, which is what we focus on, we attract. The piece I was saying about what I haven't really highlighted so specifically is when we focus on something to the point of craving and clinging, like the level of attachment is equal to that of desperation, we will actually repel what we say we want. And this is where a lot of people get really confused. Well, if I just think about it, I can bring about it, right? Or what you focus on increases. Yes. And I want to speak about the emotions and their frequencies, right? Like desperation has an is an unattractive frequency. It's a frantic frequency. So if you heard a radio or like, you know, when the, a microphone gets too close to a speaker and it screeches, it's that kind of frequency where you're like, oh, I don't like this. I'm going to get away. Right. And we run from that sound. Well, the sound of desperation is shrieky to the ears and people might not be able to put words to that, but they can certainly feel the frequency of desperation or urgency, or uh, I'm going to say like righteousness and rightness, that there is a certain way that things have to go and the frequency of control or being controlling. People will attempt to use the law of attraction, but what really what they're attempting to do is control and manipulate or coerce. And 
it's not super functional. And so that will be why you are left with like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I'm doing everything that the law says. And you're wanting it so badly that you are repelling it. And then the other side of that same coin or the other uh, side of that concept is that when you do finally let go of wanting something, it can come to you. And people are like, well, if I let it go, that means I don't want it anymore. Or they they say they'll let it go as to trick the law. <laughs> and you just, you just can't play this law. Like you can lie to people, but you can't lie to the law. And that's something that's really valuable to understand. So how do we do that? Like, how do we give up all this attachment and aversion and uh, urgency and control and manipulation and the grip that we have on our desires? Well, uh, detachment is a very specific answer, is to detach from the outcome. And what I mean by that is it's much more about the frequency of the experience rather than the materials that you think will cause the experience. So I'm going to give you my favorite example, which you may have heard before. Uh, Bear with me on this one. I had shared with a coach that I want my experience with money my finances, to be like swimming in an ocean of money where I could swing and flail and kick. And what I mean by that financially is like spend and donate and invest and like do literally whatever I want with money and never feel the edges of the money, never feel the bank account going empty. Meaning like if I were out in the middle of the ocean, I would have all this room to roam. The level of abundance, the feeling, the experience of abundance would be that of swimming in an ocean of money. So much before I ever created financial abundance, I created that physical experience. I was out learning to scuba dive. It happened to be in Lake Pleasant in Arizona, but I was out learning to scuba dive and we were going on this exploration dive and I re- like I don't know when it clicked or what had it click for me, but I reached my arms out, I kicked my legs out, I somersaulted and I was spinning. I could not touch any edge for feet or yards or whatever. I had all the room to roam. I physically had the sensation in my 3D reality that I was talking about having with my financial state. And I was able, you know, for every day after that scuba diving experience, I was able to draw on the the level of joy and laughter and play and hilarity and abundance and, and space. I was able to be big and take up space. That feeling, that experience uh, is what I was drawing on sensationally, physically, to then call in the same experience in my bank account. And I often have that experience and I'm sure it will continue to grow and there will be more than enough money to continue to do all the things and make all the differences. And But I have grown closer to that because I was able to have the physical experience. And so What I mean by that is you might tell yourself a certain house, a certain car, a certain amount of money in your account, a certain relationship or lifestyle would be the thing that makes you happy. So you chase the specific thing. You're not chasing the experience because I can tell you there's been many a times, I I hope I think of one as I'm sharing, but 
many times. Well, the money one, being in the lake. If I were only focused rigidly on money being able to provide me that feeling of freedom and liberation in space, only money could do that. I would strangle my efforts to get money, like I would, I would work really hard, and the urgency, the desperation, the grip, the control, the manipulation—it's basically like squeezing the pipe in which things come through. So I would be squeezing the pipe, like money, where are you? Trying to shake it out, and there's no ability for it to flow. And so, and because I was able to have that experience with a totally different circumstance, I shifted my focus. I let go of the grip on money, giving me the feeling I want to have of joy and freedom and power and liberation. And I realized that, you know, my adventures or my life or my friendships or my relationships, like I have that level of freedom and room and liberation already. And that money will have, it'll be there and I have to trust and it can come, but mostly that you want to have that physical sensation in your body. So if a question for law of attraction is, if you had what you say you want that would make you happy, like you think you're going for, how would you be feeling and how would you be being? if you already had it, okay? So if you already had what you thought you want, how would you be and how would your life be? Because that's the you that there is for you to be and that's the life experience that that is for you to create. And a lot of times when I do this work with clients, like they'll say, I wanna be my own boss. I wanna work these hours. I wanna have a vacation whenever I want. I wanna da, 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 da. And when we look at it, a lot of times the client already has what they say they want, but they're just too busy trying to get that they have no understanding that they've already got. They've already got what they think they want, but they're overlooking it because it didn't show up in a certain and specific material form. That can be so tricky because I have had plenty of clients say like, I want to be my own boss. And I'm like, you are, or like, I want to run my own schedule. You do. Right now, it feels like it's running you because you have no structure or you don't know how to take a day off or you don't know when to take a break or you have no self-care intact or your communica- your communication and relationships are falling apart. I can understand why you wouldn't see why you already have what you're looking for, but that's a whole different conversation. So a large part of having what you want is clearing any resistance around, is like healing any of the the past that would say you you can't have what you want. And then you might realize like you're already living a life that you're very satisfied with and it can get better. And you can acquire materials if that's something that's important to you. And you can have the relationships that serve you and release the ones that don't. Like there's all these ands to it, like mostly the one of and it can evolve more. Uh, A lot of people think, oh, I shouldn't ask for more because that's greedy. No, it's that you get to like believe that this and more or uh, this or better, right? And so I would love to encourage you to check out the Law of Attraction series because yes, I'm sharing this very specific piece of the puzzle, but I just really want to express to you like how much I broke that that Law of Attraction down specifically. And then one more thing I want to add in as we wrap up is the reminder that everything in your life has been attracted and magnetized to you by your frequency. You might have heard this a lot is like, 
you are the creator of your reality and you have called in everything. And I love explaining this because a lot of people are hurt by the statement because it's like, well, I'm a good person. Why do bad things happen to me? Or um, there's no way that I called in my illness or there's no way that I called in my financial hardship. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, and uh, likely. The reason I want to say that though is because we have not been taught to understand frequency. Therefore, there are things that are operating under the surface, like resentment is a good one, or grudges, uh, or not enoughness, or whatever else is there operating underneath. You can be driven and motivated and have vision and be inspired and, and hardworking and generous and kind and loving and compassionate. You can be all those things and be low frequency. You can be all those things and be off the mark with what you're calling in. And one is that there's unresolved wounds and trauma, but a lot of it might not be just your own from this lifetime. So there's the lifetimes we've lived. And the the other component is the lineage that we are born into, our generational pain or trauma or belief systems or traditions that also hold space in your body. So a frequency of our lineage of hurt and pain or uh, heartbreak or loss or betrayal is generational and it can impact us in a way that we are blind to and we're scratching our heads about like, why? And, and you might even look in your past and say, this happened to my grandma, this happened to my mom, now it's happening to me, I swore it would never happen. Now it's happening to my daughter, I swore I would do everything for this to not happen to my daughter. The frequency is what carries on. It's not so much about actions and words and actions all the time. It's about the underlying components that go unseen and unresolved that can really gain momentum and manifest in our lives. And so I mean this from love. It's not that it can't be resolved. It's that it do, it is going to take you work, meaning go to therapy, uh, get support, talk to a spiritual guidance, uh, you know, whatever that might look like in your life is that professional support is going to be the thing that helps you identify. Because if you could have seen it, if you could see it, you'd have seen it by now. We need third-party reflection to see ourselves in a way that we can't see ourselves and in a way that's going to serve us healing stuff that we are not present to. Um, I think this is really important because I worked with a childhood specialist, an inner child work specialist uh, in the beginning of my coaching practice, and she showed me things I had never seen because it was never a conversation in my culture, in my community, in my reality. And when she showed it to me, it made so much sense, but she was a professional doing work that she's been doing for years that I have never seen before. And so I just really want to offer that because you've not been exposed to every tool or resource there is to do the work. And I would encourage you to reach out, check your insurance and see what they offer or call a professional that is doing work that inspires you or uh, call message a leader that really is speaking and, and, and it's pulling on your heartstrings and you resonate with them because it's likely that if they're not the one for you, they can guide you into the direction that would work for you. So we have arrived at our uh, 15 minutes and I love, I could, I, 
It's so interesting how I can always talk more about the Law of Attraction. I absolutely love it. Be sure to check out the Law of Attraction series and be sure to stay tuned into this Universal Law series. Let's see what we got next week is the Law of Receiving. If you think you are bad at receiving or you could be better at it, be sure to come check out that next one. And then the next law is the law of increase, which I also call the law of gratitude. So be sure to follow, be sure to check in, be sure to share with your friends if you think that this is something that would really inspire, incite, uh, give them insight, and also kind of awaken them to something that they haven't considered. So I love you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.